Hello and welcome to Market Week in Review for the week ending July 14th, 2023. I'm your host, Michelle Bajargal, and today I'm joined by our Director of Investment Strategies, Shay Shatria. Hi, Shay. Hi, Michelle. How are you? Good. Thank you for joining us. So I thought today we'll focus on North America. We'll start with U.S. and CPI, CPI data. Obviously, inflation came in a little bit softer than expected. So maybe if you can walk us through the data and talk about the implications for the upcoming Fed meeting. Yeah, sure. Um, and I think we can all, uh, to your point, breathe a sigh of relief as the June inflation did come in in the direction that I think we could interpret as Fed friendly, uh, which in turn made a very market uh, friendly data point as well. So since the release, we could see that equities have basically been on an upward trajectory. Yields have been lower, which in turn, of course, means that bond prices have been up. So markets have been behaving quite nicely since the release. And so what's all, all the hype about, right? Um, and what's interesting is that the inflation numbers, they were below the consensus, but not only that, they did take a nice step down from where they were the prior month. So if we start with headline inflation, headline inflation rose 3% on a year-over-year -year basis, and that's down from 4% in May, while core inflation increased 4.8%, uh, and that's down from 5.3%. Uh, in May. And importantly, I think, is that core services, excluding housing, which we know has been a measure that the Fed has been keeping a very close eye on, that was essentially flat on a month-over-month -month basis. And another key component, which is shelter inflation, and that one has been pretty sticky. And we know that's been sort of a lagging indicator because rental growth, in terms of some of the more real-time indicators of rental growth, have been decelerating. So shelter inflation this month actually did also take a notable step down on a month over month basis, which was uh, which is welcome news. Now, the most interesting bit, bit perhaps could be that core inflation rose just 0.16% on a month over month basis. Now, what's the importance of 0.16? Well, a couple of things. One it's, uh, is that um, that level of uh, um, sequential monthly appreciation is the lowest level we've seen in, in quite a while. But more importantly, if you annualize that number, what you get is roughly 2% on an annualized rate. Now, obviously, 2%, we know uh, at the core inflation, that's the Fed's target. And we clearly don't want to extrapolate too much um, from just one print. But I think the takeaway is that there's clearly progress being made in the fight against inflation. But I think the broader point is that we're not completely out of the woods just yet. Um, we know that the labor market is still pretty tight. Um, uh, and wages, we just got the Atlanta Fed wage tracker uh, released uh, this week as well. And wage growth is still hovering in that five and a half to six percent level. So wages are still too strong. Inflation is still above target. Um, and the labor market overall is still still pretty tight. And we know that the Fed has been communicating that they're very much intent on bringing the inflation back down to its two percent uh, uh, target. So, you know, what does it mean for the path forward in terms of the Fed outlook, well, July uh, meeting is only a couple of weeks away, and the markets have about a 90% probability to uh, a rate hike. And it'd be pretty out of character, quite frankly, if the Fed did not deliver on a hike when the markets are, have such a high probability to one. So we do believe that a hike in a couple of weeks' time is, is fairly likely. But from that point forward, uh, a lot will depend on inflation dynamics. Uh, what will economic activity be like um, if um, employment growth will be moderating, of course, inflation. So those will all be watch points. And if things continue to moderate on the broader economic, uh, uh, in terms of the broader economic outlook, we do think 
that uh, the July hike could be the last one for this cycle. We're definitely looking towards the 2% magic number here. Um, so shifting gears a, a little bit, let's talk about Bank of Canada. They had another rate hike. Can you talk us through the reasoning? And again, what are the implications for the future policy or expectations around future policy? Yeah, sure. And, you know, unlike last time or last month in June, when they surprised the market um, with a 25 basis points rate increase uh, this month, the Bank of Canada once again hiked rate by 25 basis points and raised their target rate to 5%. Uh, but this move was pretty much as expected. The markets had priced in uh, about a 70% probability towards a rate hike. So there was really not much of a surprise there. Uh, it was pretty much in line. Now, the reasons that they gave to justify uh, the rate increase was quite simply growth and inflation are continuing to progress uh, much stronger than the bank of canada had expected relative to their april uh, relative to their april forecast and the bank continues to believe that the canadian economy continues to operate in excess demand and and as and as a result of that stronger demand and stronger inflation uh, they do believe that growth for 2023 will be much stronger than they than they perceived it would be back in April. So the, the updated growth number for 2023 is 1.8% versus 1.4% back in April. So stronger uh, economic backdrop, a stronger inflationary backdrop. But there are some encouraging or encouraging signs that the Bank of Canada did want to flag. And one was that inflation, uh, it had, there's been quite an advancement in terms of getting towards target. Uh, the, the inflation, headline inflation peaked at 8.1%. It's currently at 3.4% as of May. So that's clearly a nice step down from where it was. But a lot of that they attributed to the slowdown that we've seen in deflating energy prices, as well as base effects. Since last year, inflation was running much harder. So what the bank is communicating is that they believe that as these base effects fade, the downward momentum inflation will also moderate. So therefore they believe that achieving or getting to that 2% target is going to take a little bit longer than the bank had previously uh, expected or communicated. And they don't believe that the 2% target will be reached until um, around middle of, of 2025. Now, looking ahead, uh, the Bank of Canada was non-committal uh, in terms of the path forward. Uh, the bank will be data dependent, we believe, but uh, government Governor Tiff Macklem did make some interesting comments at the press conference. He noted that the committee debated if the bank should have actually kept the, the target rate unchanged uh, at this meeting. And that, in a sense, suggests to us that the bank is acutely aware of the risk of over-tightening into an economy that has a heavily indebted um, household balance sheet. So there's clearly a concern there that the Bank of Canada is very much aware of. So with the policy rate now being at 5%, and let's keep in mind, 5% is, is effectively doubled the midpoint of the 2 to 3% uh, neutral rate that the Bank of Canada estimates. So unless we see further uh, surprises to the upside in terms of inflation, employment, and growth, we believe that the next move for the Bank of Canada might be to get back towards um, a, a pause in its policy. Great. Well, thank you for sharing your insights. We'll definitely keep an eye uh, moving forward with central banks too. And thank you for your time today, Shay. And thank you for tuning in. We'll be back next week.